Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another uh, Minty Fresh edition of what we lovingly call Fred here at the Tulsa World Scene staff. It's our weekly podcast of um, whatever silly thing comes to mind um, that has something to do with uh, art, culture, food, uh, home design. Um, we may have to get into pets if we run out of topics very soon. But anyway, um, one of the things this is this is around the cusp of the change between February and March, um, and uh, March is coming in like uh, a somewhat anemic lamb. But well, anyway, um, but it was forty years ago on February twenty eighth that. Um, one of the most watched TV episodes or moments occurred, and that was, Mr. Trammell? The finale of MASH, the top 30 broadcast in U.S. history are 29 Super Bowls and MASH, uh, the final episode of MASH in 1983. Uh, so basically everybody who had a television was watching the last uh the farewell from ash and so last sunday i did a piece about here are how some other tv series ended you may or may not remember how this show or that show ended do you guys prefer that a tv series end with a special episode or you prefer they just end with a regular episode and in your mind those characters can still be going on forever and ever and ever at what they're doing that's a good question Grace? Uh, I think a special episode, like something a little bit longer to kind of wrap everything up in a nice clean bow. I kind of like that. So I had closure about how shows have ended. But what about you, Mr. Watts? Yeah, um, we do. We, we I'm all for ambiguity, but um, sometimes you do want things, um, you know, tied up in, 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 in some sort of nice little bow or, uh, or, I don't know. There were, uh, I recall the final episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, um, which ends with, um, if I remember, if I remember correctly, and I've not seen it since it aired, uh, uh, Captain Picard uh, joining the poker game amongst his other officers. And I believe the last line was, I should have done this years ago. Mm. You know, and so there's the sense of of it's gonna gonna go on, but there, if memory serves me right, I I think the first TV series of which I was aware that had a definite ending in mind before it started was Babylon Five, which was a syndicated science fiction series. And it was supposed to be a five-year story arc. And there was concern that they would, you know, be able to, to pull it off, but 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 they did. Um so it was, but yeah, so so it, it I, I kind of like both, you know, you kind of like the sense that um you know that you haven't wasted your time uh <laughs> watching the show. Uh, but uh, yeah, that you, I, I think I think people want a sense that yeah, this this world is going to go on in some way or another, you know. So I feel badly uh, for the shows that 
the cast doesn't find out that their show is over until it's too late. And then they could have done a farewell episode, but gee, it, uh, you're canceled. So see you later. And that and that happened. That happens a great deal. And then there, of course, there's always shows that, you know, hardly deserve a start, much less uh, <laughs> a, a finale. Uh, Jimmy, were you around? I, I'm, I'm fairly certain uh, Grace was uh, uh, doesn't remember the seeing the the final episode of Mash live, but uh, were you around uh, when when it aired? Yeah, I'm sure I, I would have watched it back in the day, and of course I've seen it since then. But uh, really, a fantastic episode, and uh, I believe one of the uh, uh, the character BJ, he says that. Uh, they were advised by one of the producers, like, uh, you know, we need to not have an episode like this. I mean, we don't want we want people to think it does go on forever. And and he said, you are aware that the that the Korean War came to an end, right? And said, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot, forgot about that. That odd little point there. But um, what was. Uh, It was, as you pointed out, it was it was one of the most popular, most watched television episodes of all time, or single single shows. Um, do you think there that, given the way everything is so fractured in in our entertainment world, that any any other TV show could have the same sort of of impact as the final episode of Mash? No, because I think you only had three channels at that time. So there's a 33% chance you're watching this, that, or the other at any given time. Now there's so many options with streaming and networks and everything else that nobody has the same water cooler show over the long haul. Oh, but the short haul, uh, for sure. But the, these series endings can be really polarizing. Like if one is done badly, it, it, it has a bad taste in your mouth. And, and done well, people talk about it forever. Like, I don't like, how do you guys feel about the Seinfeld finale? I, yeah, I did see that. I was, I, 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 I came away from that going like, they didn't know how to get out of it. Hmm. You know, I, I, and, and, and so they, 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 to show that it was about nothing, they go back to the very beginning. And the first, the last conversation they have in it is the first conversation they had in the first episode, if I remember remember correctly. But you know, then there's then there's you know my personal favorite uh, of all of them was uh, has been uh, New Heart, yeah, um, where where it 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 uh, he wakes up and, and and he's back in the show that he was in in the seventies. That was that was one of I think that was absolutely. Brilliant. <laughs> sure. well, people yeah. were mad at the Sopranos ending because it, it just faded to black. So people thought their power went out or they lost transmission of the episode. Uh, Grace, what's your favorite television series of all time that ended and how did it end? Hmm, I think what comes to mind for me is probably Friends. And I really, really enjoyed the season finale or series finale of that one because like I feel like the whole time you're watching it, you're really rooting for Ross and Rachel to get back together and you don't know if it's going to happen or not. And then it finally does. And it's just so satisfying. And I feel like they give all the characters just a good proper ending. And it is a little bit ambiguous because 
Phoebe and Joey, it's like, are they going to get together? Are they not? It kind of leaves it up in the air for the audience to interpret. So I feel like they did a really good job with that one, like giving closure with some characters and then leaving the door for some others. So I think that's probably my favorite series finale. Okay. All right. Well, what else have we got? Uh, let's let's begin with, let's go back to the beginning and what have we got coming up for uh the rest of this uh, this week. Grace, what have you been working on for, for this week? Um, I have a preview of the upcoming HBA's Home and Garden Show. Um, that'll be coming out this Saturday. Um, I spoke to several vendors and an organizer of the event. Um, one of the vendors is Tulsa New Holland, and they're like a farm equipment dealer who sells equipment from the company DeWalt. And I learned that DeWalt is actually going to be coming to the show and they're going to have their NASCAR race car there and the DeWalt racing team at the home and garden show for people to meet. So I thought that was interesting. And I have a, a couple other cool stories like that um, relating to the home and garden show. So that'll be this Saturday. And then sometime next week, I'll have an, an interview with the um, man behind the Zillow, the Instagram account Zillow Gone Wild. Um, he's okay. actually from so it was really cool to talk with him. So that'll be coming up soon, probably next week. For 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 for, for those of us who who, who aren't into Zillow of uh, either wild or tamed, what is Zillow Gone Wild? Yeah, it's a really popular social media account, um, and it basically just shares the craziest listings that come up on Zillow, either really cool or really crazy. Like I've seen just some wild houses, and that's actually how. Um, the story that I wrote last year about that kind of UFO shaped home in Sand Springs, that's how it got on my radar because I found it on his Instagram account. So okay. he just shares really interesting homes. <laughs> so it's one of my personal favorites. Okay. Uh, how about you, Jimmy? What's coming up? Well, that sounds really cool. And I, and I want to read that when it's uh, written by Grace. That sounds awesome. <laughs> um, I've got a few entertainment things. I've got an interview either Friday or Sunday with a Broken Arrow 21-year-old uh, resident there who's going to be on American Idol Sunday. He's only saying in his church ever. So obviously the stage will be much bigger on American Idol. Um, a former Tolson has written a book about uh, Sheb Woolley, the actor and music artist who was in Rawhide and is famous for, among other things, the Wilhelm scream, the sound effect that has been used in Star Wars and a G and other thing. But she was motivated by the book because she loves the series uh, Rawhide from, you know, speaking of old TV series. Uh, one other thing which, I've got. Which, which, which launched the career of? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, there you go. Rowdy, I believe he, was, he played Rowdy Yates. Rowdy Yates is the guy. That's right. Okay. And uh, also I have uh, a retelling, I believe in Sunday's paper, of how uh, Oklahoma came to be the state song. 70 years ago. Uh, it's a really neat story. Uh, you know, if you haven't heard it before, it's, if you, even if you have heard it, it's so fun to go back and see uh, the resistance there was to getting Oklahoma to being the state song and what, it had, and what they did. They went to extremes to get that bill passed and say, yes, Oklahoma should be the state song. Okay. It's the only it's it's I think it's the only state song to which people are expected to clap along. So um, <laughs> let's see what we've got coming up. Uh, we will have an interview with uh, 
Ms. Alneed Studs, who runs Stutz House of Barbecue uh, on, on, on East Apache. Uh, she's been operating her little barbecue stand for 30 years. And she's going to have a, she, she talks about all the people that have helped her through the years uh keep the keep the place going and 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 thriving and it's uh uh she was she's she was a trip to talk to so hopefully hopefully we'll be able to get that across and we'll also uh interview josh tower uh who will be coming to tulsa march 7th uh as part of the cast of the musical hamilton which will be open a two-week run at the tulsa pac he plays aaron burr um, who is sort of the, we won't say villain, but we'll definitely say he's the antagonist of the piece. So uh, that's something that we'll have coming up uh, this Sunday. And um, what else? Oh, we went to um, McKinney's Modern Dining in Broken Arrow, and we will have a review of that in Wednesday's uh, Tulsa World, available at Find Newsstands Everywhere and at TulsaWorld.com. Ah, um, if there's nothing further to add, I have a further. He has a uh, further. Oh, good. I'll be hanging out Saturday at the Sherwood uh, Miller Museum of Jewish Art for this uh, Will Eisner Comic Fest. So, oh, if you gosh. want to get uh, nerdy and look at uh, comics and collectibles, come out to the the Will Eisner Comic Fest on Saturday, and check out the rest of the museum. It yes. is it is definitely worth uh, spending time there. All right, well. I think that will wrap us up for this um, for this uh, week's edition. We will uh, put Fred to bed, and we will see you again later. Behave. Bye.